Before this episode starts, just wanted to give a trigger warning for mentions of sexual assault and rape when discussing the TV show I May Destroy You. Um, additionally, there are some mild spoilers for the show. Um, there will be a timestamp in the episode description to avoid the discussion. Um, and yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, so hi, and welcome to the fourth episode of Did Anyone Ask for This with Andy, a pop culture podcast. First, uh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for like your nice messages. You know, I really appreciate it. Um, a couple of days ago, I asked for your feedback on the podcast. And I just wanted to let you know that I am going to take it with a grain of salt. Just kidding. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, the podcast can hopefully only get better from here. So like, thank you guys so much. Um, I asked like what topics I should talk about and I got some great ideas. Hopefully I'll get to like all of them eventually. Um, and for everyone who said that they wanted to be on the podcast, like, I'm so down to have everyone on. I just didn't, like, figure out, like, what my next episodes will be, but, like, I will DM you. Um, yeah, I'm just, like, trying to play producer, and, like, I've never done this before, so it's, like, a new thing. But, um, yeah, to get all of that out of the way, we're gonna go straight into the episode. Uh, this week, I have a guest. Her name is Victoria, and just to give you, like, a small introduction about her, she is, like, one of my favorite people. I love talking to her. Um, she's like a really like good storyteller like I just like can like listen to her like tell her stories all the time uh, she understands my admiration for Ariana Grande which I really appreciate um, and we're kind of twins right now we're we were both serving like buzz cut looks but like my hair has been growing hopefully I, I buzz cut it soon so we could truly be twins again um, but yeah here she is Victoria hi how are you hi how are you <laughs> For calling me my favorite person. You're also one of my favorite people. That means a lot. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was, like, talking so much. I'm, like, trying to, trying to get back into conversation yeah, mode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how, how are you doing? How are you feeling on this Monday night? Monday night. It is Monday night. I feel fine. I'm – it's Monday night, you know? Yeah. So I have a big week ahead of me. So I'm just, like – this is, like – not work to me this is like oh this is gonna be fun and i'm gonna be chatting so yeah. honestly this is like kind of unwinding in my in my world how are you doing i'm doing good yeah this is the same thing for me like i just love this is like my favorite thing to talk about pop culture i feel like i can talk about it you know all the time that's what i do like without the podcast so um it's good to finally have this you know to to give me an excuse to talk to people about it um i also got a mic so that's probably why my sound is better i'm like really excited about that I mean hopefully it's better uh, I guess we'll find out but um <laughs> today we're going to talk about um a show called I May Destroy You created by Michaela Cole it's an HBO Max show um so yeah how do you how do you feel about this show have you watched have you caught up I know there's like an episode tonight but we both haven't seen it but how do you how, yeah. what's like what, what are your thoughts about this show so I honestly, honestly, I really like it. Um, I I kept seeing people posting about it. I, I didn't know that it was like not something that was already out in its entirety. Yeah. Right. So when I was watching it, I was like watching it blindly. And then I got to like the end of the episode of the week that I had seen it. And I was like, okay, like, and now what? And then, like, there was, I was like, oh, I have to wait. It's like, yeah. what is this, like, cable bullshit? Like, 
you just give it all to me. Like, like it, it felt so dirty for them to withhold it from me because I wanted to see it so badly. I really do enjoy the show. I really, really like it. Um, it's like visually really beautiful. Like the storytelling is really interesting. Um, I think like, I respect a writer who's willing to make unlikable characters. Right, right? yeah. Yeah, because people like are not linear, right? Like, and those yeah. are real ass like representations of people and like how people are. And like, we are not static creatures. Like we contain multitudes and like we have like all of these like different things about us that all exist. And like, we are still Andy and we are still Victoria, right? Um, right. We're not just like, these like big, like protagonists and antagonists. Well, like those are devices that are useful um, you know, when we make characters that dare to be unlikable or dare to have flaws, like, I think that makes a show, like, way more better, way more yeah. better than English words, um, but it makes <laughs> it better. No, yeah, I think I, I completely agree, because, like, you, you go into it, and you're like, yes, like, I'm rooting for Arabella, like, something, like, very terrible. I guess for people who have it, um, caught up or don't really know what the show is about it's about a lot of things like about a, a lot of like different topics that are like happening now like in this current like political climate but I guess like the main premise is that um there's a main character Arabella played by Michaela Cole um and she's like an author who's working on her second book and when she goes to the club she gets drug facilitated sexually assaulted um and then after that it kind of just like follows her life and like her relationships with like her friends and her family and just like the people around her um and yeah like you were saying about how they don't really like they like her writing doesn't really like follow like the protagonist antagonist thing just because like there's so many flaws with each character and it's like am I supposed to be rooting for this character because they made this mistake or like how am I supposed to feel about her best friend when she kept that like secret from her even though she's like the one that's like taking care of her but I I, I do agree that that's like what makes it like the most realistic I feel like when I'm watching the show it just feels like very realistic you know yeah yeah they're real people like they're real people yeah. and I think you know when you think about like TV, I think a lot of people like watch TV for different reasons, right? So like some people watch TV to like unwind and like not think about shit. Like, and that's why reality TV exists. So people can like literally numb their brain and think about like garbage for however long, um, I don't know, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is um, like an hour. But um, it's like to numb your brain. But like some people like come into shows with these like hyper like, I guess like moral views of like the people who are on TV and like yeah. while that's valid and like you want characters to be like at least good people maybe that doesn't make a show interesting <laughs> like right. you not like watch Dora the Explorer and I'm like we're like oh my god this bitch is so cool <laughs> like she's so good <laughs> and like you know like we watch shows that are messy and are complicated and those are the shows that I think do really well that have like complex, well-developed characters. And I think like when you don't know who to root for, that gives you a reason to watch the show again. So I think all of that, is, I mean, I was able to watch like a couple of interviews with Michaela Cole and yeah. she says like a lot of that is very intentional. Yeah. Um, and before we started recording, you were talking about how like on Twitter, you read like about how people weren't happy with like the gay representation in yeah. the show. And in thinking about that, like, uh, well, I guess, like, this is a good time for both of us to say, well, I'm sure 
because you're you're doing this podcast, everyone knows that you're gay. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm not. I, what are you talking about? <laughs> imagine if I just like outed you. I'm like, <laughs> you're like this is the strangest person. <laughs> How I'm do I edit it? Cancel Victoria for outing. <laughs> oh, okay. No. no, I'm gonna edit it out of the episode and then blackmail you, just in case I need it. <laughs> just yeah. I mean, you can sit on this. It's fine. Angie's gay. <laughs> I am also a gay person, and so like, shocker. shocker, yeah, you can't see me, you can only hear my voice, but I'm bald, and I think that that's like a big indicator that I'm gay. Um, me too. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why we're twins, because we're both <laughs> gay and don't have hair right now. Um, but I think, you know, in thinking about gay representation, like, especially like for women who love women, um like you think of like shows like the l word yeah and you like if you think about if anyone <laughs> has seen the l word generation i Q, haven't okay it's a mess <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's such a mess and it's like but the thing is like that is what everybody likes like everyone likes messy annoying frustrating characters because they like make you watch a show and i think like while I haven't seen all of the discourse on Twitter about um, I May Destroy You. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And like, the, well, I, like as far as like the gay representation in I May Destroy You, I haven't yeah. seen it. But from what you told me, it feels like we're holding the standard to this like black woman who wrote this beautiful show. And, yeah. you know, that has like one gay character who has a very like specific experience, who has a very specific like, Thing that happens to them and I with characters that are queer we ask I don't think we ask for a lot we literally just like want them to be there and even if they're not there we're gonna like find somebody to be gay on the show <laughs> never say like we're just begging for someone to be yeah. and so I mean what do you think is like the the issue what do you see in like the discourse that you see what do you see the issue is with like the queer representation that is in the what show? I what I've seen is that a lot of people just don't like how he's being written, like his story, like they don't like the hypersexualization of like how he's always like on grinder and like how he's always like hooking up. Um, and also like how he handled, because he was in the show, uh, he ends up being sexually assaulted as well. And he goes to the police and his case isn't handled um, as like, smoothly or like as correctly as like Arabella's was um even though it wasn't in the end how it happened how she didn't receive the justice that she wanted um he his case didn't even happen um and so a lot of people just didn't like how yeah how how he's been how he's being written how he's being how like the queer representation on the show is um but I think like Michaela didn't write this character to say like this is how all queer like how all queer people are like I think this is like a very like I think a lot of gay people do kind of relate to Kwame um in some way in one or another like where he like um where he like explores his sexuality one of the episodes where he's just like you know going through life how he like reacts to you know what happens to him I think the queer representation is okay. Like I watched it and like not in, like without reading the Twitter discourse, I thought it was okay and I thought it was somewhat realistic. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't think that Michaela like wrote it to 
for it to be like perfect for it to be like this is how all gay people are i don't know or like we're not talking about a world where good stuff happens like we're talking yeah. we're, like the world that she's written and the world that she created is a world that's realistic to the one that we live in right yeah. like we don't get justice where like male or like mask um victims of sexual assault aren't taken as seriously because of their gender and so like I mean this is not to minimize anyone feeling like they don't feel represented in a show like I would that like I'm also like a gay woman and like pretty like femme presenting often and so like I understand my privilege there but what I see when we talk about this is like if we created a show where he was like he was able to bring his person to justice and like like and the police took everything seriously well that would be like beautiful and great like that just wouldn't feel authentic to like the situations that i know like mask people and like queer and like men who love men when they've been assaulted um yeah how their cases have been treated like it wouldn't be a realistic version and so like on the other hand the sexual assault that happens to Michaela in the show um Arabella is her name in the show yeah um that is like a real a very real telling of like what happens when you're sexually assaulted like the process and like the processing and like you know she has like this blanket of love and support but then you find out like the blanket of love and support that she has who's her best friend Terry is like somebody who like kind of like fucked her over the night she was assaulted and like probably kind of feels responsible and like has to like wrestle with that guilt and so we're not talking about a world where things are just because that's not the world that we live in but yeah and the show is yeah the show is like very like realistic like it's like so realistic that like you see it happening in real life because it is like a fictionalized version of her own uh experience but it's still I feel like is like one of the most like realistic like just the way it's like written like the script like how the actors like portray themselves like I can see these as like real people like it feels very real to me um Mm -hmm. I know it's like (laughs) this conversation is not funny at all um we're being smart (laughs) (laughs) this feels like a very smart Big I'm like, I guess I do have a brain. Um, but yeah, this show just honestly makes me think a lot like while I'm watching it. And the only thing I don't like is that HBO Max needs to like get its shit together because I'm in, like I'm in, like a Roku girl and like it's not on Roku. And I try to watch like on my laptop and like it buffers so much. And I'm like, Ugh. so I have to like watch it on, I have to watch it on my phone and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, That's so sad. That's very like a high schooler watching like 13 Reasons Why in like seventh period. Yeah, like during their lunch break. Yeah, I don't (laughs) No, And I looked it up because I was like, it has, it's it's not my Wi-Fi because Netflix works fine. Like Hulu Hulu works fine. But for some reason, like HBO Max on my browser, it just doesn't work. Um, It is really bad they need to fix it because I don't I see HBO as like being like this powerhouse and like streaming like it has so many good shows um and they've also been around for forever you think like you would have the money in the bank since a long time to like just make shit work just like make it not slow 
Yeah. Just try it out. What browser do you use? This is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just like trying to figure out. We spend the next 10 minutes like <laughs> trying to solve this. Um, I use Chrome. Okay. I use Safari. So that's like. Mm. But that might be why. Can you download but, Safari mean, on a Windows? I don't know. That's off topic. Um, no. Something I could Google. <laughs> um, yeah. And then but, be told no. Another thing that. <laughs> another thing I really like about the show is the soundtrack like the soundtrack is so good I literally like shuffle the playlist on Spotify because I, I just I love it so much like one of the songs like one of like I guess her and her like boyfriend well I guess I shouldn't spoil the show as much even though we did kind of spoil a little bit but um one of the songs I really like found out because of the show was something about us by Daft Punk. I don't know if you remember that in the show, like that. Oh, the one that she keeps playing. Like it's the episode. We're just gonna spoil it. I think. We have to, like, <laughs> I'll put when a content they, warning. Yeah, when they keep, like she, they always play it on the phone, right? Like she yeah. Has it on phone, they play. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's so good. I've literally been blasting that. I've been blasting um, "Only Child" by Tierra Whack. They play that in the first episode. So mm-hmm. good. It is so good. Um. And then I think it's the Halloween episode when they play Home With You by FKA Twigs. And then like mm-hmm. later on, they play Mushrooms and Roses by Janelle Monet. I just, it's like so, kiss. so good. Like, so, so, so good. I, I literally cannot even believe that. Like every time a show is good, I'm like, oh, this is great. But when the music and the show is good, I'm like, of course a woman did this. Of course yeah. a woman did this. Like, no, I'm she, not she, like, co-directed most of the episodes. Like, she wrote it. She produced it. Like, she's so talented. And you, you said that, like, a lot of people have been watching it. And I haven't seen that enough on my timeline. And that's also why I kind of wanted to make, like, an episode about it so that more people will, like, see it. Also, like, before the finale comes out. Because the finale is next week. Like, this Monday. Right? So, yeah, I just wanted to make an episode before that, I guess. So, like, people can find out about it because I feel like not not enough people are talking about it um yeah people who are talking about to be fair like the people who are talking about it in my world are like not people I know but like smart gay people mm, or like um, like comedians like on Twitter yeah uh, yeah like yeah that's pretty much it and then like someone I worked with was I think I we had like a question of the day we were on like a zoom call they're like what's the last thing you watched I was like oh I'm watching Emmy destroy you and someone was like oh my god it's so good it was like what and like uh, <laughs> like way too much space talking about it but it is so good and everyone should watch it if i mean the content is like can, can be potentially triggering for sure um definitely like if you're sensitive to um sexual assault um rape, homophobia homophobia um yeah. you know like if you're like sensitive with like I like I truly like have kind of a sensitivity with like watching people be drunk on camera. Honestly, it does make me nervous, even though I know it's a show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So I I encourage you to maybe the and this isn't a problem, but the thing about it is like you get the worst of it in the first episode. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like like pans that are like her falling, her hurting herself, like her like being drunk and like I think she has her first um 
I guess like memory in the first episode too. Yeah. Uh, so that's also like difficult to navigate. Yeah. So I think definitely if you have like triggers around like rape, sexual assault, homophobia, um, racism too. Racism, yeah, racism. Um, definitely like look like take care of yourself first and. I, I mean, I think you can read the episode synopsis online yeah. and then just, like, is this worth it? It is a beautiful show. It is really good, but the content is heavy. But I yeah. think it's an important story for sure. Like, I think right. the show is needed. And um, I've heard a lot of people know. saying that, like, it's the most important show of the year. And I agree completely. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, especially because, like, we're all inside now, right? And so, like, we get to sit with, like we get to sit with like this content, right? Like, it's not like we're all watching Game of Thrones, like all together, like in a room. Watch party, yeah. Party, yeah, like this is something that you really like are able to watch on your own and really think about. And like, I think when we think about, I I think of like, um, can you pronounce the young man's name? The one that- Kwame? Kwame? Yeah. Kwame. Yeah. He, um, I think of him and like his specific storyline, like, as a hag to many gay men, many, many, many gay men. Um, if they're listening, I love them so much and I want to kiss you all on the mouth. Um, but as a hag to many gay men, I like saw so much of like the lives that they've been, the, their life that they've been able to share with me, like verbally or stuff I've seen in real life. Like I saw a lot of that play out and I was like, oh, like, yeah. poor baby. I, I really sympathized and like, the Halloween episode was just like, woo, like I, I was just, because the whole show, you're like, I'm rooting for her. You yeah. said this earlier, I'm rooting for her. Like this sucks, but look at her, like she's like taking control of it and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. And, um, and then like the Halloween episode happens, and like I guess. I mean, we're really spoiling it. Like, we're really just talking about the show. Um, I know. I was going to put, like, a content warning for, like, sexual assault, like, uh, rape, and, like, also mild spoilers for the show. But it might be more than mild at this point. If, if you don't want more than mild spoilers, um, you can skip ahead yeah. to the to the timestamp that I put in the episode description. Whatever it does. Yeah, so, like, I guess because of her... So it comes... To, like, it's, it's known in the show that she was, like... A, author on Twitter that yeah. is how like she got her book deal the first yeah. time the time that we're in right now with the show she is um writing another book and she ends up like writing about and she has like a, a following on Twitter like people know who she is people stop her in the street for pictures um and like she's she's like Twitter famous essentially and so um what i think ends up happening is that she starts talking more about her sexual assault online and then she is just like now becoming like this influencer essentially and like uh like people are talking about like doxing and she's like what is doxing like she doesn't even there's and like she's doxing is like acting like high and mighty but like no like there's a lot like about the internet she doesn't understand like she's just like really like she's given this big platform because people are relating so much to her story 
and she's exposing uh, essentially like other people's um, assailants, people who have been allegedly assaulted. She's like exposing them to yeah. my understanding. And yeah. in that episode, like she's supposed to be hanging out with her friends and she's just like, and we call it the Halloween episode because it's Halloween in the episode. And in one of the interviews I saw, she was like, I had to make it Halloween because I ha- I wanted people to to really understand like she's in costume. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's performing and like this is all like performative and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow. Her oh. mind. Yeah, no, she's so good. Like, and. And every show I, needs a Halloween episode. Yeah. Of course, of course. It's like there's always like a Halloween episode, and there's always a um, like an episode where they're on a plane. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like all old TV shows like have an episode where like they're on a plane the whole the whole show. Yeah, it's and shot like, at that like LA warehouse that has a plane. <laughs> in it. And then like something happens on the plane like that. I hate I hate that actually. Yeah. Um, the airplane episodes are always like okay, like this is all gonna be on an airplane. And I don't care. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but she, it's a really, like, interesting, you don't want to, like, you're annoyed with her. You're annoyed with her. And, like, I think of, like, the first time I hated a character and thought they were annoying. And it, it, my first time thinking a character was annoying was watching The Mindy Project. Oh, okay. I did not think you were going to say that. I've never, I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. But I and love Mindy. Then, yeah, no, she, I mean, I think she's a good writer. She's, yeah. But she's not scared to make herself not likable. I mean, even in, like, the way that people know her most is, like, via The Office, but, like, she wrote a bunch of episodes and she starred in it, like, definitely, like, very similar to Michaela Cole, like, a woman of color, like, I mean, Mindy Kaling is, like, an Indian woman and, like, Michaela Cole is a black person, um, but, um, I think, like, very similarly, like, produce, co-direct, like, do a lot of their own things, and I think the thing that they have in common is that they're willing to make themselves unlikable, and, like, yeah. willing to make themselves, like, irritating characters, and I, I, I think it's interesting that when women are in charge of their own stories, they're willing to be, like, you're not gonna like me, right? Yeah. Like, you're not gonna like me, and I'm gonna suck, um, but it's because this means something, and, I mean, the Mindy Project is, like, a comedy, and it's very funny, but, like, she makes decisions sometimes in the show, and you're just like, girl, what are you doing? Like, stop it. But, like, it gets you to watch the show. Yeah. And it's also, yeah. like, the most realistic, right? Because, it, again, like I said before, if, like, all these characters were perfect, then, like, I mean, we could all just, like, wrap it up and go home. Like, it's not as interesting if these characters don't feel real. Yeah. And I think yeah. everybody in I May Destroy You feels like a real person. And they're just as flawed as real people are. And um, the best friend also, like, I, 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 like, there's times during the show where, like, I'll start to forget about her. <laughs> and then, like, she pops up and, like, oh, you're here. Um, and then, like, I feel like the whole show, she's, like, in the background and you're just, like, what did you do? What yeah. did you do? Because, like, they always, like, hint that she knew that something had happened and it's never really super clear yeah this episode that i guess we both like is the last episode we both have watched um she is like i think finally like confronted as much as she has ever been right um, yeah arabella finds out yeah that she essentially just said 
to the fr- I'm, we're really just like getting to with. Well, um, we could just say that like she like she finds out what Arabella finds out what Terry does to her that like makes her question like their friendship, you know. But right. um, supporting her through this like really difficult time, right? Um, and I won't say I won't say that there's a role that she plays in like there's a crucial role that the best friend plays in what happens the night that Arabella is assaulted. Right. Um, that she is not, I mean, I also, we have not finished the show, right? But yeah, like, there's, there's still two episodes that we have not seen. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how aware she is. And that's, like, the thing that it reminds me of her. I'm like, I don't know how aware she is of, or how she aware she was when she spoke to her that morning. Like, I don't know how much she knew and how much she didn't know because I assume she knew nothing and then she knew everything or she knew right. some stuff. Like, I just really can't tell. Yeah. Um. And they like ha- like talk about a past experience where a similar thing has happened, where like um, the night has gotten like too out of hand, and like they've given up, and they're just like, oh, whatever. Like you like enjoy your night. And I don't know. Like I think about like my friends, and like I- I'm honestly not somebody like who like open quote goes out close quote. But <laughs> I think I am somebody that open quote goes out close quote. Close quote. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. I would, I feel like I would never leave my friend. I think that's like a, that's like a, not, how does it, how does the phrase go? Like, it's like not, uh, it's not like a written rule, but like, you know it to like, never leave your friend at the club. Like, never like, leave your friends, the people that you come with, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless like, they're, like, you know, they're safe. Like, you know, they're going to go somewhere yeah. safe, but like, you don't or leave them. Just you leaving and like, the right. rest of your crew is staying around. Like, that's different, but like leaving them because they're being annoying or leaving them because they're like getting too lit. Like, leaving someone alone. Leaving someone alone. When yeah, they're getting like, too lit. That's like. like unwritten rule, but like a rule. And like, I, I'm just like, it happens though. Like it yeah. does happen. And like, that, like I, I'm not saying like the whole show is stupid because I would never leave my friends. Like, the whole show is <laughs> people leave their friends all the time. Um, right. But I, like, I mean, as a human who is, like, watching something and, like, I think we all try to relate to, like, literally everything. That's just a very human thing that people do. I think I was, like, I would never leave my friend. That was, like, the first thing that I, that I realized, that I was doing in my head when I, when I watched it. But, like, I was, like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter if you're friends. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I mean, truthfully, the friend could have been there and stuff still could have happened like that is just like the reality of you know the world like stuff still happens regardless um so I was like okay shut up Victoria like the show isn't even done like you don't even know what you're talking about um I was like thank you for telling me to thank you to myself for telling me to shut up because honestly like it's it's like not my place to be like this show is flawed because it's not realistic like it is a very realistic I also like very recently watched this is like off topic sort of but like unsolved mysteries um, mm, a lot like, of people want me to do episodes on like unsolved mysteries like crime i'm not well versed in that at all but i can try um, i mean uns- i think you, i don't think you should do true crime if it's not your thing like it, it's like a heavy thing to take on people it are, is. people are like stopping listening to this because they just thought um, <laughs> they like expected that they're, like, um 
I think like true crime has to be something you like in order to talk about it well. Because if you talk about it and you don't like it and you talk about it because people want you to, you sound like you're talking about it because people want you to. Right. As someone, like listened to true crime for a very long time and like had to take a break and like now I'm kind of like getting into it, but like I had to take like three years off. Like did not listen to any true crime, did not like watch any true crime movies. Like if I would watch scary movies, but they like if they're based on a true story, I would like have to like really read about like what happened. Um, but in Unsolved Mysteries, there's this episode where this young um, this young black man is left alone at a party, and then he's missing, and then they find his body, and his like white friends left him at this party like 30 minutes away from his house. And in like the discourse about that like episode, everyone was like, "I would never leave my friend. That that's fucked up." Blah 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 blah. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you would never leave your friend. Like, this young man is dead. Like, yeah. his friends did leave him. And, like, that is the issue. Like, the issue is that, like, no one knows what happened to him. And, like, yeah. no one is being honest. Like, they're, they're, like, the issue is not, like, what you would do in the situation. The issue is, like, this is what has happened. Like, so I definitely always have to remove myself from watching TV. Because if I, like, think about me too much, like, I will not enjoy it. And I will, right. like, be like, I am the most moral person in the room. And everyone's <laughs> acting like a fool. Um, but I'm interested to see how the show ends because yeah. I literally thought it was going to happen. The last episode also, the one that we both have seen, the latest, yeah. where they talk more about the father. I, I thought that was, like, really, really interesting. Yeah. Honestly, like, when I see little kids eat, I, like, get very soft. Like, I, So, like, there is, like, an opening sequence where she's, like, eating McDonald's fries and she eats too fast and she, like, throws up. Okay, me. Was, like, That's oh. happened to me when I was a kid. <laughs> I feel like stuff like that never happened to me but I definitely like randomly enough like did date men who talked about very similar things happening to them and I was just like I don't understand how that happens but it's because you eat too fast my me, dad would always say don't eat too fast that's yeah. me eating chicken wings it, it has happened I can tell you that's real very it's a very realistic show yeah yeah even even down to the throw honestly yeah. like and that like kind of set up and talking about her relationship with her dad like that I mean it didn't explain a lot but it really like showed us like oh like there is like something here that she wants like right like she wants that like warmth and like her even is her boyfriend like her romantic interest is like this man and I'm just like, God, like, you really are the worst, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> really suck. The actor um, is cute, though, I will say. Oh, no, he's a very good-looking man. Like, <laughs> very good, handsome. Yeah, like, whatever, I guess, guy. But, I mean, he and he plays someone realistic, too. Like, yeah. I can think, not to expose anybody, but I can think of, like, several female friends I have who have dated men just like that. Yeah. Um, who are, like, not willing to define their relationship, who, like, these, like, women are, like, going way out of their way for these men who, like, yeah. literally won't even, like, give them two seconds of their time. And yeah, I, and he's, like, a character. He's yeah. Cool. Yeah, and you think he's, like, oh, like, he, like, he's not the worst character. Like, he's, like, fine. Like, he's not super flawed. And then, like, something happens in, like, one of the episodes, and you're, like, fuck, like, that's it. Like, he's never he's never gonna be like a good person to me anymore after he said that you know what i mean um i don't know what he he 
what when they were facetiming and she reveals to him what happened and she he basically like victim blames yes yeah so that's the part that i was like victim blaming is yeah no the show is literally about everything like there is so many things that we haven't even like talked about but um yeah the show is just really good it is really good i when we like right now when you're talking about that i just like because like you'll remember a character and they have their own arc and like how they get to the show and you're able to watch it like there's nobody that you're curious about because you know most most of what you need to know about them right so i don't know it's also like there is like literally everything in this show um and i think like if you really want to like watch something good i mean it's not a feel-good show it is like a thought-provoking show that like yeah gets the wheels in your in your brain where if you've like been in quarantine if you like haven't been doing anything like i think if you can like handle a show like this like this is very thought-provoking there's like and it's like really it's really well made so that's another reason why like yeah but um yeah it's a good watch uh but we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back we're gonna talk more about being gay and i'm also gonna ask Victoria what her favorite song at the moment is um and so yeah we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back and okay we're back um we're gonna talk about the show for like a little bit more because we you know we talked about it while we were on break I know we're supposed to be taking a break but you know we just we just love to talk to each other um (laughs) and so do you wanna do you wanna set up what we were what you wanted to talk about or like mention as like the last thing that we'll mention yeah the last thing um, me and Andy were talking about while we were on break um, <clears throat> was that so there is this um, moment in the show where she where Arabella is um, post her initial sexual assault is um, having sex with somebody that she is like I guess is considered like a coworker and while they're having sex he um, takes off the condom um without her consent and without her consent like she does not know and then when she finds out she's like confused like it like keeps bringing it up in like spaces it's like almost to like check the temperature of like oh is this bad or is it not and she well, ends she, up finding out she's pretty much like head. she's pretty much like gaslit i would say into like thinking that it's like funny like oh it was a misunderstanding like um I thought you knew and like she she thinks it's okay um and then like later on I'm not too sure if it's the same episode or a later episode she finds out through her podcast that it's called stealthing and that it's not okay and that it's actually like a I wouldn't say a trend but it's like a pattern of like men who do this and like gaslit their partners or like people that they do it with to like think that it's okay when it's not that was beautiful. That was way better than anything I could have said. <laughs> yeah. So that is like what's happening in like the whole like it which what was interesting is like I was watching it and like when he like minimized it, I believed him. Like as like really? a woman and as like, someone who Yeah, I was like, Oh, like maybe I'm like overreacting, like as a viewer. Maybe I'm like just being triggered and like when she found out on the podcast, I was like, oh my God, thank God I'm not crazy. Like, yeah. and it, like brought up this memory for me where, I mean, not 
similar as far as like stealthing, but um, trigger warning, sexual assault. Um, I was like coerced into a sexual situation and I like did not really, I did not want to do it. And then like I did it and I did not want to, but like I wasn't really saying no. And like there was a lot of like gray area. And then a couple months later, maybe like a year later, um, Aziz Ansari and Babe like came out with this article about how this young lady had well, got on a date with Aziz Ansari, had like in a very similar way, like there was like a lot of sexual co coercion. And that is when I figured out that like yeah. what had happened was wrong. And like, right. I wasn't crazy for being uncomfortable and I wasn't crazy for like being upset. And it was like in, it reminded me of that because I was like, I had to hear it happen to someone else. I had to hear it come out of someone else's mouth in order to realize that that was wrong. And yeah. it was so crazy watching the show. And then the same thing, like he minimizes it, gaslights her. And I was gaslit like while watching it. And that's like that I'm not even her and this is a fictional show. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I'm the problem, but no, like stealthing is fucked up. And like, yeah. I'm well aware of that, but I was like, oh, she's acting cool about it. Like maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm overreacting because of yeah. like that very specific thing that had happened to me. Yeah. And so I, I like saw her watching or listening, like figuring out via the podcast. And I remembered reading that babe article about the young woman who went on the date with Aziz Ansari and the whole situation just like mirrored my situation so much. Yeah. And I mean, it was crazy. Like yeah. I was so shocked. It was like, I couldn't believe that this has a name. I couldn't believe that this is something that happened. Through that, yeah. I was like, Sorry, I think you froze for a bit. Yeah, there you go. You're back. Wait, figure it out. Anyway, to wrap up that thought before I was rudely kicked out, I, it's like my ex-boyfriend who was like, don't say this about me on a podcast. He owns Zoom. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's broke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he probably would not listen to this. Um, yeah, so I yeah that that was like something that I saw that I was like oh my gosh like when I like made a joke I think I like tweeted this a couple days ago I was like looking at reference pictures because I I have a plan I plan to get a tattoo and I keep on seeing like like it's, I, I have plans to get a cap tattoo mm -hmm. and like everybody in the pictures has cankles and I don't and I'm like I don't feel what I was like yeah so I don't Everyone in these tattoo reference pictures has cankles and I don't. So yeah, I don't feel well represented in the media. Um, <laughs> um, but like, this was like a time where like, I was like, oh my God, like this I feel is represented. I feel represented. And that's why like, people are like, why do we need gay characters? Like, why do we need these like sad stories? But it's like, representation matters because otherwise there's stuff that happens that you don't have words for, yeah. but like your body knows is wrong. And yeah. your body knows that that's not supposed to happen to you. But when your brain is like, well, there's no words for it. So you're crazy. And yeah. if people ask at you, you never have the opportunity to heal. Right. And like that is shitty. And or that like isn't stop it from happening again, you know? Or, yeah. Or like telling someone. That's not okay. That's not okay. Yeah. Like and having the words to be like, I know this feels wrong. I know yeah. my body knows 
it's wrong and like my body is showing you that this is wrong and I'm I, I'm saying no because I right. know that this is wrong it has a name um I was really yeah, hoping yeah, sorry. I, uh, I was just gonna say, like, I was really hoping that something like, like, she would learn that it was wrong. Because when I watched it, I, I was like, so I was so shocked when she was like, okay with it. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's very like relatable to a lot of people's stories, like what you were saying, right? That like people learn after something happens to them, um, and then they're able to heal or get justice. Yeah, for sure. And like, I another thing is like you know, we watch the show and it's like a very good picture of the way, I mean, this ha- this takes place in like another country, but it's a very like clear picture of the way the criminal justice system works and doesn't work. And right. that's, that's the way the criminal justice system is created to work. And so like whether or not someone reports whether or not someone is able to verb- verbalize like their experience it doesn't invalidate anything that's happened to them right because right. you can watch justice get miscarried day in and day out and then something happens to you and then you don't report that doesn't make you any less than a victim that doesn't mean like anything about your victimhood is called into question it just means that you're willing to not go to the police. And honestly, because of the political climate we live in, that is an option, right? right. Like I, I used to work um, in a program that um, served victims of sexual assault. Um, and something we would say a lot was like, you don't have to report. If you don't wanna go through this, you don't have to, like you can heal on your own. Um, and I think what the criminal justice system does like a, a job, a, like, I'm not going to say a good job of, but they definitely like put it, make an effort to like have these cop shows like Law and Order SVU and like have all these shows that show like justice being like um, served. And I mean, rarely is, it's not, and sometimes it's not, but it's in, in the purpose of moving a story forward. But like right. these stories and these accounts of assault, like that happens to people all the time. And um, the justice system fails people every day. And right. so I guess what I like to close us talking about I May Destroy You is that like whether or not you report does not invalidate anything that has happened to you. And I think that the world wants you to believe that the only way that you can move on is to report and to, is to like go to the cops and get justice. But like I think it's really important to like take your own temperature and figure out like, am I ready to do this or is this going to be even worse? And I think you're able to make the decision that you want about what has happened to you, but that doesn't mean that you have not been assaulted. That does not mean that you have not been raped. Like it just means that you are taking back control when someone has violated that control and that consent from you. So all of this to say, if this has happened to someone who is listening to this, I want you to know that your story is valid and what you do with this story and who you choose to tell it to is none of anybody's fucking business. And it's not any cop's business. It's not like the fucking justice system's business. And like healing can happen when you're in control. And I hope 
that healing does happen for you because it is it's hard it's hard to be a person period right like it's hard to live the united states period right but yeah i think we can recognize what we need and what we don't need and if you don't need a sexual assault case to go through and to pay an attorney and if you don't have that kind of money that's not yeah like you don't have to yeah um because it, it's, it's hard and you can heal the way you want to heal. And I think that it's important to know that those options exist and they, you don't have to do anything or look a certain way or be a certain way to be a, a survivor, rather. Right. I, I, I use the word victim, but I do mean survivor because that is what this is. So that, I think, is all I think we have on I May Destroy You. I think so too. And that was very beautifully well put. Um, Yeah, that was great. Um, And if you have not watched the show, you can watch it on HBO Max. I feel like I'm like promoting it. Um, You probably already know where to watch it, but yeah, definitely would recommend. Um, We talked about it for quite a bit. So you know that both of us really like it. Um, But uh, now we're going to, I, I came up with this like segment type thing i'm like still trying to like figure out like all the podcast terms but um basically it's called like are you normal or like or are you normal um and i'm basically like stealing like the tweet format where like you do this thing or like are you normal um and i came up with like these two things that um you know relate to like me maybe victoria i guess we're gonna find out um that just show you guys you know how, uh, like it just like proves that like I'm gay you know what I mean like this is like the receipts if you needed them um, yeah. and I honestly I don't know if these have already been tweeted out I did not research it um, they seem pr- like they seem like they might have been uh, but these all came from my brain I promise um, okay are you ready yes yes I'm excited okay <laughs> um, so the first one is are you seen as like the gay cousin or like the gay one in your family, the one that's like different from the others, or are you normal? How do you how do you how do you relate to this, or how do you feel? Um, I'm not the gay cousin. <laughs> um, so my older brother is also gay. I'm like okay. outing him. No, I mean I'm kidding. I keep like joking about outing people. That's not funny. Um, but my older brother is gay, and he like went to school in New York and like he did a lot of like visibly gay things I guess yeah, yeah. am I freezing no oh, you're, okay, good. No, you're good. good you're good well I how could I freeze it's my it's my voice um <laughs> like what um but my brother did like a lot of like outwardly gay things that like a family member could look at and be like hmm like seems a little gay to me um yeah. and I like very late I mean, I'm not old, um, but like later in life did come out and like did realize that I was gay. And so like, I don't think I get to be the gay cousin, which sucks. Um, I wish I was that cool, but I think my brother unfortunately like hogs that spotlight. Yeah, it's very- What about you? It's very interesting because I feel like you feel it like as a kid, but you can't put it into words. Like there's just like little things that I feel like I did that was just like, I'm different, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know what's making me like this, but like, I'm like this. Like, I don't know, like, just like, um, for some reason, like 
WWE was like a huge thing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I gravitated so much towards like the women wrestlers. And like, I guess this goes into like another one of the things that I was talking about. But anyways, like I would always play like with like the little like women wrestler monitos, like never with like the man. I was just like, this isn't like, I'm not interested in like the men wrestlers. Like, um, but yeah, just like things like that. Just like not wanting to like play outside. And I feel like this is like very stereotypically gay. Like I am just like, like the poster child for like gay youth. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely feel like I am the gay cousin. Um, so I, I appreciate it. And I'm also the first grandchild on my mom's side. So, you know, I came out and I was like ready to make a change, you know? Yeah, you're like, you're, you like set the standard. Yeah. Um, you're like, if the rest of you are gay, you're not going to be as gay as me. Yeah. But I'm not, like nothing I think about like my young life was like stereotypical at all for like, the the like gay like queer things that happen to like young young women growing up like I always see like where did you have like, here's my like are you normal um did you have an obsessive crush on your childhood best friend or are you normal and I never did so <laughs> if, if you're listening to this I didn't have a crush on you um not interested in you at all um <laughs> And I'm, I'm like pissed off. <laughs> I'm like pissed. <laughs> um, no, but like that never happened to me. I was like yeah. not interested in any of my friends that way. And I don't think I ever was. Like even as like an adult, I like very much knew like who I wanted to date and who I like wanted to be my friend. Yeah. Um, and those like very rarely intersected like as like, like it, it just wouldn't happen for me. But like I know a lot of other women who love women who like would have friends that they were like in love with and I was like yeah why <laughs> like I, I hear about it. that like, what's the big deal? I think I hear about that a lot more with like women who love women which is very interesting yeah, so, yeah. I think it's also like you're just begging for something to have like I think yeah. like everything about being gay is like yearning it's like you're yeah. constantly like long and it's like very a very lesbian thing like longing and yearning and all of yeah. that and so I think you're just like can this happen anywhere like blah 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 um and then when you're like so young too like you don't know what you're feeling and like you like this goes back to like representation like you don't see what like you don't see representation of like lesbians gay people like on like media like in media and so yeah it definitely makes it feel like it's not something that you should be feeling you know and, like, you just don't know how, yeah. like, what you're feeling. And we talked about this a lot, too, with, like, in Corelli's episode, because Taylor Swift's lyrics um, definitely have this, like, gay, like, definitely have, like, this gay presence. And you're like, wow, like, I kind of relate to this. Um, she has, like, this lyric where she's like, I'm 17 and I don't know anything, but I know I miss you. And we were just like, yeah, like, that, like, when that's you're gay. gay. <laughs> yeah, like, that's gay. I feel like that's gay um no that is gay that is super gay yeah being 17 is gay no literally like period um <laughs> I don't know like and for Taylor to say that's not gay I just it I just don't believe her um but yeah letter I the hella um, <laughs> um no Corelli had Corelli had a lot of words to say about that um but I, I have to listen to that yeah, you do. Um, 
And then the other one I had, I guess, goes back to like the WWE storyline that I has as a kid. Um, did you have no queer representation growing up? So your idols were just like really like pretty women that like you resonated with, or are you normal? Did you have like like who did you like look up to like when you were a kid? Oh my gosh. Um. So I like when I. So I was like a very like bookish, which is like the most boring word to ever use for yourself. And I'm so embarrassed that I just said that. A bookworm. Um, bookish. Like I was a, like I would, I read a lot. I was like this insane voracious reader. I would like down book, like down like three books a day. Like, Damn. I, yeah, I no, wish. I was like insane. Like that's all I wanted to do. And I like read really fast. And so like, if I went anywhere, like I could get in the car, like read a book and like, get out and not be car sick like I've tried to do that shit like as an adult and I'm like I am I yeah no you can't I've I've lost the ability um but the, amount I was, like, of, the amount of times that for school that I like got picked up by my friend to like go to class and I was like okay I'm gonna like read the textbook before class literally could not I was like I am gonna throw up it's way too early for this I don't know how people nope. do it it's not good for you it's literally not good for you I um I think that the people I looked up to were like book characters. So Junie like, B. Jones. Junie B. Jones is an icon, uh, like a bratty icon. I, I had this like second grade teacher who was like, why do you like her book? She's annoying. She's such a spoiled brat. I love um, her. <laughs> yeah, no, she was like, okay, but she's cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I wanted like, to be her so bad. Yeah, no, she was like very like, it's also like I didn't like like super like I don't know how to say this but like very femme presenting characters like when there was like a very feminine character I was just like I know I'm not that like there was like an awareness in the back of my head like I was like oh I know I'm not that so I don't relate so like Matilda was like someone I looked up to Queen mean uh like a psychic tele- telekinesis uh angel i loved matilda so much my mom still tells me the story that i the part in the movie where she like it's like the do 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 and like she's like pointing at things and they're like moving yeah. um <laughs> i would like would get on the table and like play that song and i would like point at things like i was moving them oh gosh that's so sweet yeah so um even as a child, I was annoying. Like, I'm an annoying adult. I'm an annoying child. Even as a child, I read the book before I, yeah, you guessed it, watched we, the movie. <laughs> wait, I wish. Um, you're like, I like, you're like, the, the book is better. <laughs> yeah, I have like a book uh, Twitter as like a five-year-old. Um, <laughs> I have like, I'm like on book YouTube. You're like, YouTube the adaption just, the, the adaptation just isn't great, guys. Like, you're like on the playground a good job like yeah nobody gives a shit about what i have to say i'm like danny DeVito in the adaption was not good um (laughs) so like matilda Judy b jones like very like obviously not i mean like it's good i'm gonna say this word it's gross but like not hot like little (laughs) girls i don't know that's just are, are you saying that like you're like maybe like more into like tomboy s characters? I don't know if that's like the, the correct term, but like that's like the term that's like very popularized towards you know people that are like not super femme presenting. I don't know what sure. do you think? 
I think I I appreciated somebody who just like wasn't thrown into a, a dress, you know. Mm. Not necessarily because I don't. Well, even Matilda think did wear some nice dresses. A blue I will say. dress. Yeah, yes. she wore like a blue dress and the red ribbon. I yeah. I'm wearing it right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a blue dress and a red ribbon underneath all my clothes, <laughs> underneath my my big head of hair. Um, yeah, I think so it was like Matilda Jimmy Jones. Yeah, I know. Like, imagine if the buzz cut was always fake. Um, but like, I guess smart, interesting, young people who seemed like me, Yeah. but like high feminine, like, um, like your Britney Spears, you're like Lizzie McGuire, like on Lizzie McGuire, like I loved Miranda. Like she was very cool. Yeah. Um, another book character I really liked. You're like, you're like not, um... You're not Anne Hathaway in Princess Diaries. You're like the best friend. Friend, yeah. I'm always yeah. the best friend. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always the best friend that um, someone will come and be like, oh, your friend is hot. I'm like, okay, but what about me? Um, <laughs> I have a talk show, though. <laughs> yeah, I have a talk show. It's called Shut Up and Listen. Um, <laughs> that's Wouldn't that have been iconic if I, if I retook that title? I, I, I'm going to steal it and have a podcast. No, you really should. I will tell I've, you everything. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, like more like cool sidekicks, I feel like was who I liked and identified with. Um, yeah. Me is complete opposite. Um, like so many like women come to mind that like I watched in TV and like movies. And I was just like, I want to be her so bad. Okay, I'm just going to name them. Um, Anne Hathaway, Princess Diaries, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Scooby-Doo. Ugh, like she is literally an icon and I wanted to be her so bad. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the, I know Josie and the Pussycats is like a comic, but I only knew it from the 2001 movie um, with Tara Reid and like Rosario Dawson and like the main girl, I don't know her name. Um, yeah. Those girls, I was like, I want to be them. Charlie's Angels, oh my God, Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu. Uh, Drew Barrymore wanted to be them like so many like women that I just felt like were so like powerful and like okay first of all my favorite genre and like movies is like women like kicking ass like women like beating up men like I love that shit so much like as a kid like it's so weird mm-hmm. but like <laughs> I was like I was like eight years old and I was like watching the tv show Charmed like and I feel like I should not have been doing that, but I was, and I was, like, so obsessed with it. And I know, like, Alyssa Milano is, like, problematic now, but, like, I was so obsessed with, like, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, so many... You knew they deserved it. Like, you knew the men who were getting their asses kicked deserved it, even at a young age. Yeah, I was like, men are... Really yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I was like, men are trash, and, like, they're kicking ass, and, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's really weird to think about, but, yeah, that's who I, like, really resonated with um as a child and there's so many more like the way you mentioned like this mcguire like raven simone and that's so raven um yeah yeah so many i mean i think of like again chiming in as a hag i think of like this thing that i hear about like f words and their hags yeah and i think of like like I, I guess this is like maybe a tweet. I read it somewhere or someone said it at some point. So this is not an original thought. So please don't. Is anything original? No. 
everything's literally already been said. <laughs> uh, every thought has already been done before. Uh, and if it hasn't, um, an indigenous person probably already made it and a white person is pretending that they made it. Yeah. Um, that's like what we're, we're just living in copies. Um, but it was something to the effect of like, gay men love to follow an icon, right? And so like, we get like, they love to be surrounded by an icon. So like their hag is always the icon in their life. And I think that's like very sweet and very funny. Um, especially cause I am the hag and I'm saying it about myself. And like, I don't think any of the F words that I uh, currently hag for would say that about me. But if they listen to this, I hope that they text me and say that to me, that I'm the icon that they follow. Um, it's like fireflies or like light bugs. Like they just like want to follow like this like bright sparkly thing. Um, <laughs> that happens I mean, a lot like, in school, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, even as, because <laughs> like even as a kid, like I would always just like hang out with the girls. You know what I mean? Like literally in kindergarten, like was best friends with like two girls. And like, that's mm-hmm. all I would play with. I just think it's so interesting how you're just like like that from like a young age. Yeah. I mean, I think like you, you you always know, uh, right? Like, and it's not something that, I don't know. It's not, I think I thought about this book that I read and it's called In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado, who's also written uh, Her Body and Other Parties. And there's this part, she's, it's like a memoir. uh, In the Dream House is a memoir. And she talks about like being like a young, like a kid in recess and that she hated playing baseball. (laughs) And so she would like sit on the grass and she would like rip up all the weeds with her hands. And so she would break these dandelion stems and they had like white sticky stuff inside of them. And like the like little game or like, I guess like the little legend or folktale was that like if you take the dandelion and rub it against your chin, um, and it, if your chin turns yellow, it means that you're in love. Um, but the, but the thing is like dandelions will always turn your chin yellow. Right. And so there, that's like the secret or that's like the, that's like the funny thing, right. About it. But that, um, every time that you do it, your chin is yellow. So like, I think what she says is like the dandelion, like every time has no secrets, um, no sense of self-preservation. And so even as children, we understand things that we can't articulate. Right. Um, we'll always be hungry. We'll always want our bodies and minds always want something else, even if we don't recognize it. And I think of like, I mean, honestly, I could talk forever about like figuring out I'm gay so late because <laughs> I like was Christian for a really long time and like repressed so many parts of myself to make a lot of other people comfortable. And like, I mean, I'm not saying that like that doesn't still happen now. Like, I think it's a very human thing, but like, yeah introspectively thinking about like queer identity and my identity like it like even being a woman was like so much of what other people thought I should be and not what I thought I should be but I think you're always when you're not living in your truth and you're not living yourself like your body is always like "Uh -uh, uh-uh uh-uh nope not this either something's not right here yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're always gonna crave the thing that you don't, you haven't served yet. Like you yeah. are, you're always gonna crave the thing that you, like the hunger that you haven't fed, right? So like right. even as kids, like we're like looking for these things. Like I didn't want to be super femme and like super like Lizzie McGuire blonde bitch, but like I thought I had to be. So like when I was five, I asked my mom to buy me blonde hair dye because I was like, oh, something's wrong with my head. I want to be like her. Yeah. 
want to be like her. I want to be white, <laughs> which is like sad. Speaking um, of white blonde icons, I forgot to mention um, Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde. I also wanted to be her. Oh, wow. Um, Elle Woods, very iconic character. I remember, um, this is kind of off topic from what you were saying, but I remember <laughs> that um, my parents took me to go see, I think it was like Spy Kids 3D. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, I did not think I was going to talk about this, so I don't remember. But um, I like told me that like while I was in the movie, I was like, this is too loud. Like I'm not enjoying this. And so instead they took me to um, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. Um, and I was, I lived for it. Like I was enjoying it. I like loved it so much. Um, and I think that just like goes to show, like, I don't know, like I, it's just so interesting that as a kid, I was like, yeah, like, Reese with this one like she's she's my queen um yeah. we like what we like and we yeah. always I feel like if you are able to like be radically honest and you have people who cultivate you getting to live in that honesty like you're able to figure that out at a young age but like yeah sometimes i.e me um <laughs> you have back to, to me out. please back to me anyway <laughs> um, uh you have to figure that shit out late and yeah. you're just like I have, like, this big Adam Sandler fucking energy in that, like, movie where he's, like, in kindergarten, but an adult. Like, that's how I feel <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, I, I also feel like, even though I knew, I, it still took me a while to, like, accept it and, like, do something mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah, I don't know why it took me so long, but, like, I didn't want it to... Not that I didn't want it to be fact. Like, I, I just didn't want it to happen yet, maybe. Like, I was scared of what would happen when it happens, maybe. This is, like, all new to me. Like, I am just figuring this out right now while I'm talking to you. But um, yeah. I feel like I spent, like, a lot of my, like, teenage years, like, on the internet with, like, a small community where I could be myself. Um, and, yeah, like, I just think that's very interesting um, to, yeah, like, even that even though like I was kind of like accepted or could have been accepted in my community I was still like a very late bloomer as someone would say yeah not to diminish your story we can go back no. to you <laughs> no I actually like I'm actually the most boring person here and I don't want to talk anymore uh, that's I, like, not true <laughs> I like hang up on the <laughs> um no yeah I get that I feel like you're oh like I I mean, I think of, like, my friends I know who, like, have been, like, gay, gay, gay. They knew when they were, like, kids that something was up. Um, But, like, sometimes it's also, like, you don't know anything's wrong. Like, you don't know anything's wrong until someone shows you that it's wrong, right? Or, uh, like, I mean, it is not wrong, but, like, open quotes, wrong, close quotes. Um, Yeah, not normal. Not normal. Like, not the way things are. And then, like, you... like realize like oh no my two aunts that live together are not friends they're married and my parents have just been calling them friends and like you know like gay is all around us but like if we don't have like community that's willing to be honest with us like that's when we miss out on like yeah the way the world is or media that doesn't represent us Right, yeah, like, there's no, and then, like, we have characters, like, Ryan from fucking High School Musical, and we're, like, supposed to believe that he is, like, a straight person, like, I'm just, like, didn't we make him gay? (laughs) You're outing him again. I'm outing a third person. (laughs) (laughs) You're just on a roll. Yeah. Oh. Ashley, on a roll. Yeah, I do think that's also a very interesting, like, thing, like, media almost representing, like, a gay person, and then not like being like oh no he's like straight like you guys are making this up 
Yeah, yeah. Or like if they do represent queer people, and this is especially true for like trans folks, like trans people of color, like their lives and their stories are like just trauma porn. And like... Have you they, seen Disclosure? They, yes, I have. It's so good. I should probably make that another episode or something. I don't know. That, that documentary was very good. Everyone it should is. watch it. It's on yeah, Netflix. You should talk to a trans person about that for sure. I should. Um, but I think definitely like there is a lot of miscommunication, I guess. And I think it's intentional about like what it's like to be gay. It's just like, so we can just get away from it and not think about it and not talk about it. But like, I think even living here, like at the border, like I meet gay people all the fucking time. Like I like, and I work in a very like public way and like I'm, I, I will, I am slow to say that I'm a forward-facing person because of my job. Um, like, can you Google me and find out what I do? Yes. Um, don't do it. <laughs> don't you dare. But like, yes, you could probably figure out what I do very quickly. Yeah. Um, and so that puts me in like a lot of rooms with a lot of people who live here. And like, I meet gay people all the time, but we act like they don't exist. And yeah. we act like, gay, and we think of, when we think of family, we act like they're not, they're not here. And Andy, I don't know if you remember this, but we- Probably not. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, still, no, you can still mention it, but my memory is very bad. So uh, we worked together at a Halloween festival, you and I. Yes. And there was um, a couple that was um, these two women and their daughter that were dressed up. The daughter was dressed up as Matilda, and okay, the two yes. mothers were Miss um, Trunchbull and Miss Honey. Okay, yes. You remember? Yes. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. But like, when you think of families here, you think of like the same, like four, like, like disgusting colonizer, like us, like rich people, oil money. Yeah. And we don't think about like these beautiful queer families that like live here and exist yeah. here. So, I mean, yeah, do better. But also like, I understand like, what, like the slowness to want to like be forward facing with like your love and your affection, especially when you're a queer person in a place that feels very conservative. But I think if we were all able to comfortably live in truth and be ourselves like we would realize there's so many gay yeah. people queer people trans people who like live here are from here who love this city and like we do a disservice to the younger queer people who live here when we don't live in our truth if it's safe for us right. and like i think for me personally like i've always just assumed I've, i'm in danger right and mm -hmm. like just like as a person who's like been through um like physical abuse and like the like uh, sexual assault like I'm always like I'm in danger I'm in danger I'm in danger and like I really had to tell myself like no you're not like if you are a queer person and you're like an outward queer person and everyone sees that you're queer like the world won't end and like that is like a place of privilege for sure like that is yeah. not true for everybody but right. I think like the more people who are able to live in their truth and like heal um, from whatever has happened to them that makes them feel like they can't. I think we're able to be these like role models for like young queer people whose parents aren't willing to be honest with them about like the way the world is right. and like who lives here and who makes up our community. Like, and you know, like 
you can be lessons for these people and while like they you shouldn't have to be a lesson for anybody like I think even just like an outward facing queer person like I think like I know the first queer people I ever saw right like, I, I remember them and like kids remember because it's like oh my god there you are I found you yay like and so I I don't know like now that like my head shaved like definitely like if I have had to leave the house and like people have seen me there is a lot of looks there is a lot of like what is that thing um but there is also like I do see like little like scene teenagers like look at me with like admiration and like look at me like like I saw like yesterday or like the day before I had to make a, I had to go get down to pick up something that I thought was going to be a drive up and it wasn't. And when I got down, I was like waiting in line behind like this, this mom and they're like queer. I mean, sorry, queer. I meant, I meant to say seen, but I said queer. <laughs> queer. Um, uh, they're like seen daughter. I mean, child, I, I really don't know. Um, and I like got behind them and I was wearing like this like huge mungus, like the, the biggest shirt huge I own. Huge mungus. Huge mungaloid, huge <laughs> um, like band tee that has like like the the name of the band like dripping in blood. And I was just like like I I mean honestly thinking about me at whatever age this like young person was, like I think I would have been like, that person is so cool. Yeah. And Do you remember being, like, young and then, like, seeing teenagers and being, like, they're so old, but, like... Yeah. And they're almost, like, a little scary, but, like, they're cool. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember that thought I remember, so vividly. I remember, like, seeing, like, like, cool, like, queer people and being, like, they're so cool. Yeah. And, like, and, like I'll never be that. Yeah. <laughs> like, any sort of an androgyny I saw in, like women I was like that's so cool that's yeah so cool and like I was just like but that's never me but like this young person like kept turning around to look at me and they like kept staring and I was like oh like baby like whatever is happening it does get better you can shave your fucking head and like it'll eventually, be okay yeah. eventually yeah so yeah 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 I would say if you're willing and you're capable you know do it um I feel like I've never, I feel like I've never had a choice. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> yeah, so many people just know um, when I walk into the room, which I think is a power almost, I'm going to claim that. Um, yeah, you should. <laughs> but yeah, literally like yesterday, my sister was like, how do you know so many gay people? And I'm like, there's just, there's just so many. Like, I don't know. To think that there's not a huge like gay community in Laredo is very close-minded I would say um yeah, yeah I, I think like all of my friends are gay I I, I struck or like a queer at, at the very least I struggle to think of a straight friend um off the top of my head <laughs> a straight friend is listening to this like, okay we're not friends um, like oh, okay I guess this is how I'm finding out yeah no um but I I and again like when I work or you're literally like, you're literally um What's the word? Um, dismissing a very iconic straight friend that you have. Um, it's quiet. You're like... <laughs> I, like, don't know who it is. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, let's not say names. You can just no. tell me later. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Unless they're mine. 
No, we can talk about it later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, do you have any last thoughts about um, being gay? Uh, it's like I'm, five hours later. <laughs> We're still talking about like, it. It's like 40, 48 years later. Um, I'm so glad that I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking relieved. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I definitely like dated men for a long time and I was like, why do I hate this so much? Um, I'm like, oh, this is just what it is. But then like, I remember being like- Okay, I wish I could relate to that. (laughs) I can't, I can't relate to that, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean like, definitely like, I like the word queer because I think it like encapsulates all of the things that I don't know about myself yet. Um, And I, I definitely like own that for right now that could change uh it literally just depends on the day like my I think like everything about my identity right now is very fluid um because it's just like there's days where I wake up and I'm just like I'm gonna put on earrings and like maybe a dress and like there's other days where I wake up and I'm like I'm gonna wear this like hot boy from your summer camp shirt and backwards cap backwards cap really really like ignore every single woman who talks to me and that's gonna make them fall in love with me like that that like that whole thing is like definitely um like there I like it just depends on the day like there's days where like I I like wear a bra and like have like very like prominent breasts and then there's other days where like I'm like, okay, how do we get these suckers to go away? Like, it's, like everything about my identity, like right now, as I'm speaking, is like very fluid and I'm like leaning into it, which is really cool, but- As you should be. Yeah, like I don't, I, it's also like, you don't have to know anything. And also like everything is fake. Like yeah. everything has been like created by like colonizers in order to like make us act like them. And it's like, ew, like, I don't want to yeah. be like you, you're lame. So, last things on being gay so glad i am me too um thank you thank you for being glad that i'm gay (laughs) (laughs) um you know what i meant i'm not sure actually i'm like i'm glad i'm glad that i'm gay too oh okay well i'm like i'm i'm upset that you're not glad (laughs) (laughs) okay um yeah, great. That was, I think that was a really good segment. I think a lot of people listening will relate. Um, yeah, okay. So final question I uh, wanted to ask you uh, is name a song that like you've been obsessed with recently. If you don't have one, I can go first. Okay, I do have one. Okay, do you want to um, Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. Um, I really like um so there's i i'm gonna do a deep cut there's this local artist um well I, we love that yeah i don't know how you just said wig um go ahead uh, sorry no, no no don't apologize um he is fr- honestly i don't know if he's from here definitely was a musician here for a long time where he is right now is very unclear to me um i'm sure i could like look wait i think i know who you're talking about yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Burcita, um, he has, like, this, like, EP album yes. he just put out of, like, covers, and it's called C-V-R-S, which is, like, basically covers with no vowels in it. Love that. And, hey, vowels um, here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We're all consonants. Consonants <laughs> are queer, <laughs> and um, vowels are very straight. Um, yeah. There's no in between. 
the two genders are consonants and vowels. Um, <laughs> Stop. Okay. So he has a song on the that album called Oh my god, I just forgot the name of the song. Edis. Edis. Um, it's a cover. Very beautiful. Love it so much. Listening to it all the time. And if I'm not listening to that, I'm listening to um, all of Bad Bunny's discography. That's great. I uh, also, I, I always forget to mention this, but I do have, um, love those recommendations, by the way. I will listen to them. Um, but I do have like a podcast playlist on Spotify. So like all the music that I talk about, that me and my guests talk about, uh, is in that playlist. And so I will have those songs. If you can't find them, they will be in that playlist. It's like in the Linktree um, webpage. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. Um, the song that I've been obsessed with recently is um, Rico Nasty's new song. Just came out like Friday, Thursday. I forgot when it came out. It came out very recently. Uh, it's called iPhone. It is so good. I've been, have you heard it? Oh no, you're breaking up. I heard it. That's a <laughs> Have you heard it? Oh no. I haven't. Oh, okay, 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 there you go. Um, sorry, Zoom is very finicky right now. But um, it's so good. She I've been waiting for it probably since January or February when she like released the snippet on Instagram live. And it's produced by Dylan Brady, which is one half of 100 Gex um he is one half of 100 gex and the song is just so good like the lyrics are just great like the melody is perfect um there's a lyric where she's like he's on my hip like a tamagotchi leave a heart on my wall so i know you like me um just like very like romantic lyrics um but i think it's also about like honestly i i'm not gonna say romantic because i think it's like about a breakup or something like that the lyrics are very like interesting um and then she also has this lyric. She wrote this before quarantine happened, right? Before the pandemic. Um, she says, smoke so much, I forgot to put my mask on. And I like listened to like her genius like interview and she talked about how she wrote that lyric thinking about like a future where like, it was like one of those like gas masks and like she just like smoked so much that she forgot to like put it on. But now she like relates it to like smoking so much that like she forgot to put her mask on before like, going to the store i think that's like so brilliant um yeah i'm obsessed with rico nasty and that song so good everyone should listen to it that um, is so good yeah. i'm gonna listen to it now. You, yeah you convert i i you have to like blast it like i blast it put in the car so good um when i'm driving to nowhere um just driving in circles around my neighborhood blasting uh waking up all of my neighbors um and so yeah that 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 was the the end of the episode um do you want people to find you and where can they find you if you do i don't know (laughs) if i want people to find me i guess like i'm public on everything i mean sorry i'm the opposite of that i'm private on everything um and if someone requests me, I guess I can just decide if I want them or not. <laughs> um, I'm at Sandovery's everywhere I want people to find me. And everywhere I don't want people to find me, I'm something else. That's, that's what I have to say. That's perfect. Um, and <laughs> finally, uh, I'm going to start doing this thing where 
I ask my guests to uh, pick like a nonprofit or a mutual aid, a relief fund, anywhere that they want um, donations to go to. And then I will link it in the episode description. So Victoria, do you have um, a donation link that you'd like to shout out? Uh, so locally, there is resources for Vic, uh, sorry, survivors of sexual assault. And you can find those at um, SCAN, that stands for Serving Children and Adults in Need. And they have a SASI project and SASI stands for Sexual Assault Services Information. And so they have established a rape crisis center and you can get resources. Um, you know, you will be able to go with someone uh, to your exam if you have been assaulted and you do want to receive um, a SANE exam, which is the examination where they collect evidence from a sexual assault, um, that examination is long and lengthy and it's good to have an advocate next to you who can let you know your rights. Um, and you, they help with legal services, connecting you with the right people who could represent you should you wanna come forward and they provide mental health services as well. Um, everything can be anonymous and you can find their information if you go to SCAN and then go to their SASI project, and it's S-A-S-I. And you can donate to SCAN and Every year, actually, um, they put on the vagina monologues and all the proceeds go to Scan Sassy Project. It's very beautiful. It's such an amazing experience. I've yeah. had the privilege of being in the vagina monologues. So oh, if wow. you aren't able to donate right now, um, definitely next February, go see the vagina monologues, give them your coin. Um, all the proceeds will go back to Scan's um, efforts in providing a um, an awareness about sexual assault and what survivors need in order to live, um, go on with their lives and live productively without the fear of things happening again. Yeah, that was great. I actually, I, I remember I did go to the Vagina Monologues. It was so good. So definitely next February, you guys have to go, um, and support Scan and Sassy. If we can go. Yes. If hopefully everything is open <laughs> by then. Um, but yeah, thank you, Vic. Victoria so much um and I will see you guys next week bye, bye.